The Buddha's teaching on mindfulness of the body, he presented a number of different modes. Some of them are just about clearing a sense of fascination with the external form of the body, or the vanity or the anxiety, concerned with the physical physicality, the appearance of it. So, you know, this is kind of reconnecting the nature of the body to age, decay, to die. Uh, this is true of this one, it's true of all other ones, you know. So it helps us perhaps to soften some of the tension around that, or the fascination around that. Generally, what we experience as a body in ordinary life is a visual presentation. Yeah, you know, and some of this visual presentation is that even it's it's on um, you know, posters and postcards where they actually they, they they touched it up. It isn't actually a real person anymore. It's just they kind of scooped a bit of <laughs> painted in a bit here. It isn't even a real person. It's, it's a kind of fake person. Yeah. And then the idea is that this this is the best. <laughs> so, yeah, and how pleasant it can be just to relax that, and you know, it's, 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 to accept this is this physical physicality is what it is. But um, by and large, we can only realistically do that if we feel there's another resource you can't let go until you have something else to carry you and so you, you just write that motto down you can't let go unless something else holds you carries you because yeah. you don't let go you dismiss or you dissociate you call it detachment it just means drop the topic this isn't about dropping a topic. This is about feeling your way into the body through another doorway. This is the internal and classically um, through mindfulness of breathing in, breathing out. And ideally, and as that process is described, feeling the length, sense of the, the dimensions of the breath, breath body, could say the internal body, the fullness of it, the length of the breath, the way the breath can proceed from the lowest base in the body, way down the lower abdomen, right up into the throat. And even if you get more sensitive, you can even feel kind of flushes of it coming up behind your eyes. And you recognize this is not the air channel that's being talked about anymore, but the that which gets breathing going. That which the motor behind it that does it, right? You know, something's doing it. It moves. Something must must be an energy there to get it moving. And you don't have to keep remembering. Oh, dang! Breathe in. <laughs> it's just it's just happening autonomously. And often associated the longer the breath, generally this means the more relaxed we are, the more we've deepened. So, you know, so this is really recommended. Lengthen. Let it go long, long, long. Mm-hmm. 
and if you're feeling the tissues and if something just be encouraged just to yield a little bit more on the down breath and to just wait a little bit longer on the in breath to really let it complete so we check the tendency to assume we're breathing we're breathed you know let it finish and feel how it's affecting the grosser aspects of the body the muscles the tissues and also the subtler aspects of the body the vitality now vitality is a subtler aspect of body and this um, or energy is a subtler aspect of the body embodiment and we know that that from experience, once you begin to name it and recognise it, oh, that's associated when I feel lively, well, flushed, encouraged, rushed, tense, fed up. Oh, yeah, definitely, there's a bodily experience that goes along with that. Right? And I feel in my creative flow, my joy juice, there's a, there's a, there's a pleasant you know, vitality in the body, warm, it doesn't have to be vigorous, but it could be. And when I feel fed up, depressed, lonely, it goes all cold and stale, stuck. So this is just the recognition of the relationship of the bodily energy to the, we might say, our emotional state. Emotional state. So this is quite a helpful key because then there are many you know, when we look at emotional state in a in really a very broad sense, because the, it doesn't just mean the obvious emotions, it means subtler senses like um, um, resilience, patience, spaciousness, allowing, mm, resisting. Mm, you know, stubborn, resisting, or directive. You know, I'm really going to go there. Sense of something that really wants to move forward. Mm. And these may carry emotional flavors with them. Mm. And we might name those as anger or impatience or um, happiness or peacefulness or yeah, you know. But it doesn't really matter what the name does. Mm. This is considered, uh, and sometimes you don't have to just name, just kind of feel, feel that. Mm. Just let it keep, because if one stays steady and feel and feel in touch with that, it by itself will tend to just clear a lot of the fog and the clutter and the staleness out of the system. You know, it's, it's a recognised means of, of just coming back to, to inner health. And that affects your mind, your emotions, and it affects your, your nerves, because this is really goes right into the nervous system. The nervous system affects the body. You know, it grips in your guts, it cramps around your heart, it clogs up your throat, it powers up in your brain. It, it does things, you know. And it, it also exudes chemicals, so you get adrenaline pumping into your system, um, power, dr- power drugs. I mean, the body produces power drugs, so it produces power drugs. It produces um, happy 
serotonin produces mild anesthetics, <coughs> dopamine, you know, so you feel just really wonderful. And uh, so there's all this stuff. But then again, you recognize, well, if your body's continuing to be doused with, <laughs> with, uh, with these neurochemicals, uh, some of them are, 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 you know, well, wouldn't it be nice if this could just kind of just clean into more equanimity, patience, steadiness, coolness, ease, that movement. So the general movement of it is, is from the long breathing and then the breath begins to quieten down, becomes relatively, the physical breath becomes relatively um, small or short, because you don't need very much. As your system begins to, to steady, you don't really need to breathe very much anymore because the energy itself, you're, you're kind of coming to steady state. So sometimes, and if you're focusing on the sensations, the experience can be one of, well, where did the breath go? Because it goes quite quiet and subtle. And if you focus on the energy, the energy becomes brighter. And the sensations begin to you know, recede and the energy you, if you get your senses for that energy, oh yeah, there it is. It becomes brighter, and this uh, brightness, certain brightness, vitality, um, strength, even. Uh, and then the Buddha is saying, "Well, mm, so I really sense the entirety of your body, so that effect." comes is felt in everything you can experience as your body internally we don't have to make a checklist of toes and ears and elbows but whatever you can experience in your body you a sense of bearing it in mind bearing it in mind just being aware of it because the quality of awareness and the quality of the mood come again come together, where, there is a, where your awareness goes then that energy will go with it. Just as any time you're, you're aware of a painful memory, then that energy runs into you, doesn't it? And it probably even affects your body. So, so awareness is really not separate from that. Mm. What I'm saying is you don't really need to pump things around your body, just bring more and more of your body into awareness, and whatever's bright, will, that energy will travel there, it will make its way there. Thoroughly sensitive to the entire body, one breathes in, breathes out, mm and calming what's called the bodily formation or the roughly speaking this pattern of nervous vitality chi prana energy calming it steadying it soothing it's breathing grooming it yeah one breathes one breathe breathes in and breathe out this is called the first tetrad or first set of instructions of mindfulness of breathing Now as we become perhaps more 
as the breathe, as we settle into that, then we may we generally have to encounter some of the mental turbulence, such as ill will or irritation. These are called hindrances: ill will, restlessness, worry, doubt. You know what's going? What am I supposed to do about this, that, and the other? Worry, doubt, restlessness. Mm, trying to figure something out. It's kind of mind jittering around, mm. or feeling a bit irritable, some rancor, some grudge, or some ill will towards oneself, feeling annoyed with oneself, um, or a craving, feeling empty, feeling a kind of vacuity that needs to be filled with something, you know, enjoyable, sweet, juicy, tasty. Yeah, <laughs> and of course you can then proliferate on what those things are, <laughs> yeah. or you can feel really stagnant, where you know the mental stagnation—you're just tired, and the mind stagnates because it's got nothing to stimulate it, so it just goes limp. So, and basically the instruction is just to keep don't worry about these, don't get caught in them, don't even give them too much attention because where you put your attention they will tend to get energy and they tend to you know, grow and bear in mind, you know, basically there's nothing wrong with you it's just this stuff uh, and we just keep breathing coming back, breathing in, breathing out and as the energy settles then by but it's quite naturally, you know, the calming, the soothing effects begins to dispel the uh, irritable, restless, um, and the, the happy quality begins to d- fill up the vacuity, so we no longer feel so hungry, craving. And so we feel more settled, and as we feel settled, the worry, doubt thing, you think, oh, well, you know, just leave that for now. So this bodily quality itself is a way of of coming past this level called the hindrances. So they say the deeper you go, the lighter it gets, because with the clearing or the you know moving through this shroud, this cloud of hindrance, we deepen beneath that and we find there is a sort of a, a brightness, a quietness. A, a liveliness, joyfulness there. Yeah. We didn't create it, we just sort of deepened into it through this cloud where a lot of our personal concerns may be bustling or, or so on. So there's a certain quality of, of impersonal to this happiness, this inner, inner well-being. Hmm. Now there are also bodily obstructions or, which may manifest as areas in your body that feel really flat and empty. Yeah. I mean, somebody, somebody was telling me one time she just had a big hole somewhere in her diaf- under her diaphragm. You know, it looked, didn't look like she had a hole there. <laughs> she was physically all there, but it's just a sense of a when you, you, know, you can feel energy around, but something was that. Well, you know, we did we did discover what it was. Um, 
but that's kind of you know her business and my business um, so these things can can occur and you know you look for the signals to do with uh, uncertainty or fearfulness you know, something that you t- doesn't want to be breathed through you also can find areas which seem to be s- strangely tense and you may think you know well, I massage that shoulder and, I, and it's still you know <laughs> so there are some places where the, the, the body seems to lock or be withheld and the, the, when these areas there's a sense of really not kind of poking into them but you're spreading awareness around and all the time in the world spaciousness and just listening in breathing through the sense of may this be well So this can help these pieces to come alive, to to re-enter. A very common reflex in in our bodies is when we experience something painful or uncomfortable, a cut, the body tends to cut it off. So often when when people fall over and damage a shoulder or something like that, um, there's what they call a bodily trauma which is nothing to do with a, an emotional trauma, it just means the body seizes up and defends itself against that pain. And so you can, then you can kind of do things to the physicality and then the, the, eventually the, you know, the sense in which the body has to be relaxed out of that experience of cutting off from that which is painful. It tends to cut off from that which is painful in the body. It's a sort of defence reaction to prevent the pain spreading. Now, when it's already in there, um, then the body again needs to be um, helped to to relax and open. And opening isn't something you can do with force or willpower, or you have to create the permission and the allowance for things to be breathed through so no wide focus pretty spacious attitude no pressure all the time in the world just breathing through these these places in the body so the body feels more complete and restful and you feel larger you feel more steady you feel steady without being rigid you feel comfortable, you feel somehow the body is holding you rather than you're holding it. And you didn't even realise you were holding it until you let go, until it was able to, and you were able to let go because it held itself. You don't let go until something else holds. Now, instead of me trying to make it work, trying to be mindful of my breathing, and dealing with that discomfort feeling, like the point of the samadhi process is, you can call it the quality of samadhi if you like, holds, does the holding, and then the you bit, which you'll recognise, can just say it's up to you. You can let go because you can feel this other quality. And samadhi has different aspects to it. Um, there's a certain 
happiness and of course it doesn't start out here we go switch it on we're rock solid it's a gradual process and it starts out feeling a little more comfortable a little more safe a little more fluid a little more connected and a little more buoyant and it becomes firmer now if you to encourage that just keeping your attention low first of all to the ground the act the ground the, you know which is the root the base of the body the lower abdomen you know the, that quality in, in the abdomen because this is where your strength is you, you know I mean, clearly you can all have big muscles on your arms but your basic life strength you know not your personal strength but the, the strength that brings you into life right so you know, do you know what I mean the strength that makes you feel grounded it's not a muscle thing it's not a power thing it's a I'm really here quality I stand, you say, I stand my ground, or I sit my ground, I, I'm with this, you know, and there's no, may I be with this, or is it okay if I'm here? No, I'm here, it's this, mm. you know, <laughs> that's there. <laughs> the monkeys are here. So in a way we just I'm encouraging certain uh, gathering into that basically because a lot of energy comes into our heads and we tend to seek our you know I am here I'm doing I am here because I can do I can prove I am this I can manage this I'm totally you know, in charge of this you can't tell me I, I know it already that all comes up into your head and there's a certain strength in that but it's the strength that leaves the body behind. It's the strength of person, personhood, strength of identity. And we don't really want that anymore because that leaves your body behind. Uh, yeah, no, you know, you don't, so here we don't have to prove how good we are, how anything we are on that personal level. We want to come back to something much more natural, organic, which is the quality being here, belonging to the earth, being part of this planet, born out of this planet, born out of nature, you know, before everything else starts, before the I am begins, before the personal world begins. You know, and this may sound like, well, yeah, okay, a couple of minutes. No, no, spend good time with that. Uh, and spend it, time with that, even when the monkeys are running around on the roof or the car horns are blaring you know so you get to know that when other things could take you out could take your attention away you know, okay that's there so what here I am you know. mm-hmm. this is really what the power of mindfulness is to frame up and bear that in mind it's a it's a it's a uh, precursor to samadhi mindfulness because it helps to just keep bearing in mind certain qualities, certain features. Mm.
Now, these words, vitaka vichara, vitaka means you keep aiming there. Vichara, you, how is that? How is that? How is that? Hmm? And you know, this is what you do with your, your head, your attention. But how much? How much is necessary? By and large, you might start off with perhaps more of that vitaka, more of that, because you don't know, what, what, where is it there? And then as you get there, you don't need so much of that. In fact, that gets a bit intrusive to keep stabbing away. If you, what comes up more is the vichara, which is, how is this? How does this feel? Is this settled, comfortable, slightly withheld, slightly urgent? Hmm? Is it becoming more nature, as if the earth is breathing through you? Less and less voluntary, less and less personal. Mm. Less and less personal, just an organic system inclined that way. Mm. And sometimes the missed point that we miss is that that quality of how is this needs to wait for it to express itself. Now, I'm not saying verbal, but there is a sort of, as you feel, a quality, uh, an energy quality that begins to become clearer. And we don't want to miss that by being too active in meditation. If you're too much active, it's like you override the response that the body begins to make embodied mind begins to make and the growing response in this place is mm, strength immovable steady mm, earth mm. not verbally but there's a sense in which you pick up that texture the earth texture, the ground. Mm. One of the ways in which the Buddha described uh, mindfulness of the body is in terms of detecting these different textures. The first texture perhaps is the texture of earth. It means a sense of the firmness, the ground, the ability to spread, hold ground. Yeah? resist pressure mm. now this sign is a strong one of the signs that comes up in samadhi it's a sign of firmness not hardness but firmness just here mm. Mm. I would say it's the, the first And within that, as that becomes more settled, established, you're sensing into that, you probably also sense something like a kind of warming effect. Fire element. Fire's a strong word, it could be light, it could be warming. Hmm. 
like uh, spring is spring is coming. Yeah, there's a warming. Uh, it's vitality. As you sense this earth and the fire, and you you're there, and you begin to tune your awareness to that, and spread that through the entire form. If it disappears, you go back to the base again and see how, as you widen your awareness, how those those qualities can be discerned and their, their remedial and beneficial effects can be felt through the entire form. You also experience movement, this subtle rhythmic movement of breath, of breath energy, even when your physical breathing becomes quite small, you can experience sort of gentle shifts and energies moving. The Buddha called, said, winds that blow through the limbs. <laughs> yeah. These may not be gales or hurricanes, they're just sometimes slight shifts. Mm. The air elements, that which brushes through, moves through. The water element, that which blends, blesses, it's like the water, um, the harmonizer. Just place those there, not saying, okay class, let's get down to it, but as reminders, uh, because we may not just putting the language there so that you begin to explore with that vichara quality feeling a little more settled what actually is this experience of body would you call it you know, once you've kind of let go of nails and teeth and hair and the external appearance what actually is this I mean and at first it may just seem very blotchy and scattered and you know, bits jangling against each other. Okay, and then as your breathing begins to harmonize that, and then coming into the ground, the earth, something spreading, steadying, firming up, vitality, quality of vitality, subtle movement. Mm and a sense of all-embracing harmony, which is perhaps the last. So there is a... And we're coming out, definitely out of the personal world, completely. Mm. But these are almost mythic or primary experiences across the languages, across the cultures, very primary experiences. Um, sometimes even you have a feeling as if you're just like a tiny embryo experiencing the coming into life, the life form. But this is very settling for the, the heart, the chitta, 
we sort of tend to leave our roots behind and rush up into the personal social world and leave our roots behind and then we don't really get the nourishment from those organic natural roots anymore we're living on synthetics all the time so this is an opportunity to return to nature samadhi unification comfortable firmness that's not held it holds you therefore you feel relief and the happiness of that plenty. Uh, Spends a few time, 15 minutes or so, um, just uh, letting any of that's useful, any images, any impressions of that's useful, settle into your intuition, your heart, and uh, take it in.